Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, hello and welcome everybody. Lisa Michaels here for Conscious Dance Facilitator Training. This is module number seven. And I'm going to be teaching you how to structure and create a powerful one to two hour conscious dance class. You can make it one hour, hour and a half, two hours. Structure still stays the same. It doesn't matter how, how long it is. And so we're going to be talking about working with the elements and the timings just a little bit. Choosing music to move your participants and discovering the core of a natural rhythm, of using natural rhythms in conscious dance workshops and classes. We'll be going, of course, deeper into that over our modules, but we're starting in. So let's begin by calling in sacred space. So taking a nice deep breath and dropping your awareness down in your body. And actually, let's begin, change of plans, let's begin with a piece of music to call in sacred space. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you this beautiful piece. I'll give you the name of it in two seconds. I know. See, this is what happens even in, in my straight-up classes. I'll be going along, and then oh, it's like I get inspired, and that's the fun thing. That's why I try not to make it too locked down, because the more the energy's open for spirit to move in that moment, the better off we are. All right, so I'm going to start by playing a piece called The Circle is Cast. And really, this piece of music is about connecting to the elements. So that's why I'm going to begin with this piece of music. So just stand up, and you're calling in sacred space. We're connecting to the elements. You want to feel them in your body. You want to get your body stretched out and moving. Okay, so here we go. Hang on, I'm going to start over because it's not, not loud enough for me. Up you go, let's call in sacred space. This is Mother of us. Future and past. Circles in the skies by the air. This is her breath by the air. Sweet wind by the air. From the first to the last, the circles cast. Circle is cast, circle is cast, circle is cast. That's weird. 
dancing. Keep dancing. You know what? My, I have my, I have my iPhone, my iPad plugged up. Ah, but it wasn't plugged in tight enough to the back of my computer. So it wasn't getting charged and I thought it was. Alright, so what element didn't we get to? I think we were just getting to fire. But keep moving. You don't have to have music. And make sure you also call in water. So we've got earth and air and fire and water. Each of the elements. Your body. Get grounded in your body. Nice. Make sure you stretch out. Mm, beautiful. 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 Take a nice deep breath. Mm, lovely, everyone. Lovely. Sometimes, and now we really started with, you know, let's, let's see how the improvisation, improvisation of things goes. I mean, sometimes you've got to be flexible. You've got to be, um, open for things to move differently than you think they're going to sometimes. Which happens. If you're, if you have too tight of a control around how things go in your workshops and your facilitations, now, that doesn't mean I'm not totally planned out because I've got our day planned, um, all of our time. But you want to still like be open for it to be fluid. And I, I want to give you an example of something. I had a, worked for a lady one time who was she was running an arts program for um, she ran a nonprofit and it was taking arts into the school and she trained teachers about using this. And she created this structure for her workshops that was down to three, this, you know, for these three minutes, we're going to do this thing. And for this one minute, we're going to do this thing. And for these five minutes, I'm like, how on earth can she be that, like, minutia oriented in this program? And so I go to the program and I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm not sure how this is going to run. But what happened is it went, everything went way faster than she thought it was going to. And she ended up with like this huge gap of time that she really didn't know what to do with because she was so overly controlled. And so if, if things are that tight, you don't have space for what happens if a great conversation comes up about, you know, what we're working on and that leads us to somewhere else. I mean, this flexibility within the structure is, I think, super, super important. Now, yeah, you want to know who's going next and who's going after that and who's going after that and approximately how long it should take. But if you're, like, down to the three-minute thing, it could just really be difficult. So staying open, this is a great training for us right in the beginning here as we're working with this of really staying open for what's moving. So how to structure and create this powerful dance class. And we're going to be talking about workshops later. We're talking about dance classes right now. So you're going to choose your focus. So today, I'm just going to use this as an example. Today, the moon is in Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. And the sun is in the earth sign of Taurus. So we could very easily choose a focus of 
what will expand our ability to manifest on the earth realm. That's a combination of those two energies. Right off the bat, that would be so powerful. I mean, we could just use those two things and just keep asking. We could ask every element what would expand our capacity to manifest on the earth realm. We could just talk to fire and we could, we could spend an entire time just working with fire and, and earth. We could dance for illumination. I mean, there's so there are more potential focuses than you could absolutely have time to dance to in these classes. Uh, seriously. So number one, you're going to choose your focus. And the, again, I'm going to give you some more options. The elements, the sacred timings. We just threw in the sun and the moon today. And the chakras. So we could say we're going to expand our capacity to hold energy in the physical body by clearing our chakras today. Same two things of the sun and the moon. We just added chakras to it. We could work with uh, a fire goddess. You know, my very first thought was Pele. That'd work. Um, we could work with Gaia. How does the sun and how does the sun, the solar force, impact Gaia? I mean, you know, and how does that impact our ability to manifest? I mean. There really are more choices than you could possibly go through. So you want to just start being stimulated by this. And I've got a lot of things that you can work with, but I just want to, you know, start you thinking about it. Now, this is the basic format. You start with some kind of centering. I mean, we just did a dance to call in sacred space. You could easily do that. You could just hold hands for a minute and just breathe together. You could just have everybody... Just sit down and take a deep breath and connect to their bodies. Connect to the sun and the moon if you were going to work with that. The I mean, you know, it can just be really, really, really simple. But something, I when I taught consistently conscious dance, I would a lot of times start with the centering being about whatever the topic was. So maybe setting of intention. A lot of times I would do that. So what do you want to work with today? What do you want to focus your energy on as we're working together? What would be the biggest outcome you'd like to have? That's a centering because it gets people into what they want, how they want to show up. Then let's just say you've just chosen randomly the growth of your business. And I'm going to introduce the topic of expanding your ability to manifest in physical form. And if you've chosen your business through setting of intention, all right, so how can you expand your business helping you to get your creations into manifest form? How can you expand your business? Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so you're going to do a lead-in dance to just get your group comfortable moving. So just start off, everybody. We're just imagining here. Just start off, you know, how, you know, what with moving slowly to this piece that I'm going to give you. Just expand your ability to move in your body and move in your room, in the room. You know, what would expand you? going to a new place, going to a new part of the room, really doing expansive movements. Then you're going to take it up a notch. 
And we'll be talking more about building the fire as we go along, about getting the fire going in the class, taking the energy up. I'm going to give you, you know, some more active dances. I may do several of them. And it really depends on what kind of class that I'm doing, whether I talk much during the class or whether I just make a suggestion and get everybody going. I do it differently based on how I'm feeling, based on how the energy is. So if it's something where they really need to go deep, I'm likely to not talk very much. I'm likely to let the music do the movement. So I let people, I give them absolute permission to, to go journal anytime they need to during the the exercises because they'll get, you know, they start the movement and their creativity opens up and they want to go put it down. So I absolutely let that. Sometimes I'll play an active piece of music and then I'll play sort of a soft piece, just depending. You're going to see what works and you're going to want to change it up because you don't want them overly reliant on the same thing all the time. So you're going to draw cards if it is appropriate, either at a set time or any time. A lot of times I'll just leave the cards out um, and just let them choose. You know, okay, so we're, you know, we're working on expanding our business ability to bring things into the manifest form. So let's draw a fire card. Illumination. So, you know, what does fire want to tell you about illumination? Well, for one thing, it wants, and I'm just, you know, channeling this off the top of my head right here. Fire says, get your business to be more visible. Get out. Do things to illuminate um, your businesses, um, what your business offers in the marketplace. Really, really shine the light on it. So you could dance with that. So you keep going with all these things. You expand the energy to the pe to a peak, and then you slowly start moving out of a deep interior space. And then if you do sharing, and again, it depends on what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, whether I do. A lot of times I'll just say, okay, so what's our biggest takeaway from all this movement that we just did? You know, and... People will share a few things. I share some depending on how much time there is. If you've got a large group, you can have them share with each other and then just let a few people share around the room. So that's how simple it is. But it is unbelievably powerful. Unbelievably powerful. And we're... We're not going to do one right here because we're going to be moving so much in a little while. I'm going to be teaching you more of the components and then we'll, we'll do some dancing, but we're not going to do a full straight up class in this moment. All right, I'm trying to see if I'm getting any charge here on my iPad because we're going to need it in a second and we need to make sure that we are. Hang on. I don't see that I am. Hmm. <laughs> We're going to need this. Hang on. Let's see what's going on. I don't know why it's not starting me out here. All right, well, we'll just keep going and we'll we'll um handle Let me just give this to my husband. Here you go, babe. 
Thank you. Okay, we'll see if he can get us all fixed up. All right, now, let's just go into, if you're working with each one of the elements within the framework of your class, what you're going to focus on. And I've given you every element. Number one, this the, if you're working with earth, what you would use, what kind of music pieces you would use. And then I've given you suggestions. And again, because we're going to be really dancing to each one of these in our next section or in the next few sections, we're not going to do it right now. I'm just going to give you a lot of framework material. All right, so number one, when you're working with Earth, you're really helping participants ground their creations, but also embody their energy. So embody whatever it is that they're creating. So lots of different playlists. So I want you to look down where it says Earth Class Plan. So as the presenter, you're fully connecting with the element of Earth yourself. You're going to be exploring the topic. So you just may want to do a straight-up whole class on Earth sometimes, like when the sun moves into Taurus, or maybe it's the Virgo new moon, and which is also has a sun in Virgo. We're really working with Earth. So you're aligning with Earth, helping people align with Earth to ground their creations. For the first dance, you're having the participants open to receive insights from Earth around how they need to ground their creations. Then the second dance, have the participants ask Earth to help them ground it, and then have them journal with any insights they receive, draw an Earth card, and then continue dancing. You're just dancing with earthy kind of music until about five minutes to class completion. Now a little bit more journaling. And then a brief one-sentence sharing of the core insight. You're just getting them in. And so sometimes it may be about getting in the body. It might be about opening to receive pleasure. Any of the earth earth um, messages. And, you know, the Elemental Forces Oracle will really guide you about this. So we have the card Gratitude up here. That can be a whole class. That can be an entire dance class. You know, what do you have to be grateful for? Start writing that down. Start dancing to it. Honoring cycles. Very, very easy to work with. Embodying wholeness. You could take a couple of these. Power to stand on your own. We could do an entire dance class about... What does it mean in your life, in your business, in what you're doing to have the power to stand on your own? Of course, grounded is one of them. Ceremony and celebration. What do you have to celebrate? You, as a, as a leader, can pick any of these concepts, tending, foundations, or mix them together. So let's just take these next two cards. Next two cards are grounded and beauty and aesthetics. So what needs to happen in your life and in your business for you to ground in more beauty and aesthetics? How does it change how you do your business when you're centered in beauty and aesthetics? How does it help you create? I mean, again, like I said earlier, the combinations are incredible. Abundance and fertility. Priest, priestess within. So connecting to the priestess within and abundance and fertility, you know, and, and nature. You can pick another card. What, what happens when you engage all of these? Where does it take you? 
So working with earth can be really rich and deep and full. And then feeling to, feeling into water. So with this, it's generally how do, actually, I have to back up and say one other thing about earth. So sometimes it's grounding the creation. Sometimes it's also about systems and structures and form. So let yourself go into, as the teacher, what's moving in you right now? What would you, based on what's happening, sun, moon, stars, you, what energies you're working with, you know, how do, how do you, you know, what do you want to do with earth right here in this, in this moment? All right, so water. Giving you a water playlist, some great pieces of music here. And in iTunes, if you'll start a playlist for each element, when you run across something that feels like that element, you want to put it in that playlist so you'll remember to go back to it. You know, I have certain ones that I've used for a long time, but I'm always on the lookout for another, another piece of music that goes with a certain element. And sometimes things can go for one for more than one, but you know you want to keep a, a running list for yourself that are easy to pull out when you're working with those elements. So with water, you're basically doing the same thing you did with earth, the same formula, but you're going deeply, deeply into water. Yeah, we'll be I have an example of that in just a few minutes. Same thing with air. Connect to air. You know, what does it feel like to get, you know, this upliftment to more deeply be focused for expansion with your vision? Yeah, how does that impact things? Again, use all the air cards. You know, let let the air cards springboard you to other things. So how is your vibration impacting your ability to be visionary? Where do you need more peace in your life? Um, how do you need to be centered more in meditation and prayer and bring your thoughts into the situation? Um, there's, the, there's the card energetic cords. We could spend an entire two-hour class clearing energetic cords very, very easily. This is just the way you want to start thinking about your classes and how to tune into them. Then, with fire, you're really using this energy to help people propel their creations forward. So you want to build an energetic fire with your music, with what you're doing. Same thing. I've given you a little simple fire class plan. Very, very easy. Very, very easy to do. Same thing with spirit. Super easy. Of really deeply connecting people to their own spirit, to their own nature, to what they're doing. Yeah, really utilizing that class. Okay. Now we've already talked about using a couple of different elemental teachings at one time like in one element, but now imagine choosing from a couple of elements. So this this particular one has unified field, transformation, and belief system. So let's say you drew those three cards and you were going to use those three cards as what that class was going to focus on. So here's some questions. You know, what needs to transform 
around your belief system in order to create a unified manifestation field. What needs to change? What needs to shift? What beliefs do you need to let go of? Let's just try drawing a few more. I'm just going to, what do we want to work on with our, with our class? I'm going to draw whatever these three elements are right here. I don't even, I know they're spirit. I don't even know what else is here. Okay. So we got, we got life purpose. We got water ebb and flow. And we got sensuality. So how is your life purpose impacted by the ebb and flow and by your sensuality? You know, to go, you could dive deep. Like, So you could do an entire dance on life purpose, a whole dance on water's ebb and flow, a dance on sensuality, and then something integrating them all with journaling in between. Add a few more dances in. But that's a great springboard for the whole class structure. So really connect yourself to how the elements are speaking to you and how you can bring them forward and into what you're doing. Here's another example. Touch, holding space, and vibration. Wow. Let's say we're tuning into this for our dance day. How's, how's your vibration? How's your vibration for impacting your ability to hold space for your own manifestation success? And what do you need to touch to help you? What do you need to touch in your life? Okay, so Leslie asked a great question. Do you pull one card from each or mix cards up and pull three? So this is the truth, Leslie. I'm not exaggerating. You can literally, let's just say, you could just choose today, I'm just going to, I'm going to teach about earth. Maybe there's a lot of earth energy. Maybe you just want to teach about earth. And within earth, I may decide I just want to pull one card and we're going to dance for ten, about tending. What in your life needs tending? What in your business needs tending? What needs tending in your body? You know, to just spend that whole entire class on tending. But I may decide that I want to pull two earth cards. And so we're going to do grounded and tending. So how does being grounded impact your ability to tend to your life and what do you need to tend to to ground your manifestations into form so I might choose two then I might say you know what I love these two but I'm gonna pick one more and I got power to stand on your own yeah perfect trust and flow that's exactly right so you get to choose but I may decide you know okay so today the moon's in Sag and the Sun is in Taurus so I'm gonna do I'm going to do earth, and I'm going to do fire, one card from fire, and I'm going to do one card from spirit. And so what I got was containment, sexual energy, and grace and trust. So 
what do I need to concentrate on containing? How do I need to allow my sexual energy to flow? And where do I need to have more grace and trust? And how do those three work together? So it can be three. It can be two. It can be one. It can be all five elements. So let me try. Let me try a draw, a draw from every element and see how that impacts us. What are we, what's our class needed? with each of the elements. Okay. So let's design a class. Think about this. How would you design a class with these particular things? Now, I think it's pretty funny. I've drawn the life purpose card twice now. So for you, are you more connected to your life purpose when you're connecting to conscious dance? Good question. Then I drew the foundations card. I drew pace for water. I drew containment for fire. Uh, I'm sorry, for um, air. And I drew letting go for fire. How would you design a class around this? Well, I, for one, would probably have them dance to each one of these cards. And then I would have them dance to the whole thing. So I might, I might have them dance to spirit first for life purpose. Just connect to your life purpose and move. You don't have to have like some job that's your life purpose. It's just a feeling of your life. Just ask for a deep connection to it. Then ask Earth what foundations need to be in place for your life purpose to have more space to move. Yeah. Where do you need to allow things to be paced differently? Or, you know, what do you need to communicate about with air? You know, do a dance for that. And then what do you need to let go of in order to be more connected to your life purpose? And then dance to all of them. Hold all of them in your consciousness and dance to them. And easily, easily, this could take an entire class very powerfully because you could do a couple of dances for each. You could do more integration after you've done them. Very, very um, beautiful example. So it, the answer is you get to pick. You get to pick if you're focusing on one element, two elements, three elements, four elements, all five. You get to pick. Do I want one card, two cards, three cards, four cards, five cards? Because they make they make a different structure based on what actually gets drawn. You're using the cards to springboard for concepts. I read a poem to you the other day. That could be a springboard to an entire class. I wrote something on Facebook about hiding and what needs to be hidden for gestation. I think that was yesterday. You could do a whole class on that. So you're... Letting the energy of what's moving in you and moving around you help to inform what you're going to actually create the class around. So let me give you a few examples. So let's say we're doing an in-bulk. This is a cross-quarter day in the wheel of the year. And in this in-bulk class, here are some things that you're going to really be dancing to. This was one of the classes I actually did. 
So the first thing that we dance to is what are your deep desires that you want to seed right now? Because in bulk is the seeding time of year. Then we worked with the goddess Bridget. So whatever that was that you're seeding, open for Bridget's insights. Then because in bulk is also about purification, what needs to be purified? What needs to be purified? What needs to be initiated? Where do you need to be more creative? And then receive guidance from the cards. Beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful event. Absolutely. Now this is one about Pisces. It could be the Pisces sun or the Pisces moon. We focused our dance class on the activation of a deep, compassionate heart. Here's the playlist. And then we opened deeper into the person's bodhisattva nature. And then how does that impact their lives? You know, we opened our hearts. We really moved to this music. It's gorgeous. They came away. They were just so inspired. So Valentine's Eve or Valentine's Week... Just focusing on deep love and self-care. Just putting on the music and just letting them, letting them move through that playlist. Feeling into how do they more deeply fill themselves with love and self-care. Yeah. And then here's the equinox, spring or autumnal. So we used balance, and we talked about balance is, isn't a constant state. It's more like a place that you pass and move through. So the playlist was kind of, you know, interwoven with what we were doing. So we drew cards, and we journaled with each element as we went along. So with the physical realm, we balanced money in our lives, money in, money out, calories in, calories out. Things on the earth realm where balance is included. With the water realm, you know, balancing your emotions so you can focus on creating, responding, and not reacting to life. Where do you need more balance in your emotions? Air of the mental realm, balancing right brain creativity with left brain structure and focus to get your creations into form. Fire, we talked about balance your Active outer work with inner connection and play. And then the spirit realm, balancing your inner feminine of being and then and birthing with your masculine of focusing and doing. And then we did an overall integration. Very, 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 very powerful. And all of these are, you know, yours to use, you, these examples. Absolutely. So here's, you have a copy of my playlist as part of this selection but I'm always looking for new music so if you find something you think I'm going to love by all means send it in you know and we'll just keep adding adding to adding to okay I think I have my music here thank you so much I will thank you thank you thank you thank you let's make sure my plug is working all right I do believe it is getting going. All right. So when we get ready for it. Okay. Now, when you're choosing music, and this is very important, you want to be careful 
with lyrics, very careful with lyrics, because if a song is too focused on one particular group, like I had a lady who'd been in my conscious dance facilitator training, we were taking turns teaching the class for a little while, and she actually played a piece of music that for me was too religious, and I just couldn't, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't dance to it. I mean, I literally could not dance to it. It reminded me too much of my childhood church environment. I just couldn't do it. So you want, you have to be kind of careful when there's lyrics to the music. Will it work for the community that you're really um, having dance to it? And sometimes people can get over that. Maybe if I'd been in a different space than I was that day, I might have been all right. But that day, I just couldn't do it. Do you want to make your, you have your music move people enough? Now, I've also seen where people are picking a playlist and they're picking based on what music they like. That's very different than choosing what moves people. And if the energy is too cool, like for a long time, it's too lyrically, it's too cool, it's too soft, they're not going to get deep enough in terms of what needs to be moved and what they need to move in that particular situation. So you really want to look for stuff in most cases that builds heat. Now there's sometimes like there's some beautiful pieces with the water music that's really heart opening and you can kind of feel that it opens that. But when you're trying to get the music to help people transform and to really move their bodies and move their energy, you want to get it down into the second chakra, the creation center, and really get that moving. And again, I'll give you an example in just a second. We'll move in just a minute. I want to talk about it. Um, so fire is what you want to build. So you ask yourself as you're building that playlist, most of the time, again, most of the time, you want it to get hot enough to move them, literally, because that's how the energetic transformation takes place. If it's too cool energetically, no change happens, things stay frozen and stuck. Fire is what builds momentum and transformation, so you really want to do that. The same thing is true whether you're working in a coaching dance coaching session with one person or you are doing 20 people in a class or 300 in a, in a big talk. Your musical choices are what build the fire. So you've got to pay attention. Okay, so even if you're energizing the other elements, the fire energy needs to be strong enough to move the person to transformation. So let's say we're doing a really deep water dance. Well, you still want to get that fire built up. You want to get enough movement to get the emotions moving. Now, in the fire realm, it transports people into altered states. Fire activates creations, it energizes them, it allows transformation and assists in clearing, release, and letting go. It propels action. 
So when you're building a playlist for your program or your class, you want to think about how a fire actually gets built. It starts off slow and then it builds gradually. It eventually it burns really hot as you add more logs. And how you build depends on how much time you have. So if you're trying to do a little 15-minute segment as part of a as part of a you know big um, program, maybe you're doing a um, a public speaking event, you want to get it moving quickly. But eventually it'll kind of die down, and that's the cooling off that's needed as you're closing the class. Now, sometimes you can build enough fire for transformation with just one song. Now, we actually danced to this song last time, so I'm actually going to choose a different piece of music to give you the same example of building in the piece of music in order to really, um, in order to get the fire going. So I'm going to give you an example. So up you go, and I want you to just feel into how this builds fire over time but you could also think about you know something that you want to dance to all right make sure we've got enough volume here we go so when I say something you want to dance to is there something that you want to move inside of your own creations right now because you want to why don't you do this why don't you set the intention of really opening as a facilitator to how fire works within the structure of your class and let fire inform you. Okay, here you go. Thank <laughs> you. 
Great song. Great, great, great song. Could you feel feel the build of the heat in that song started off really slow and then it just got warmer and warmer and warmer. You just wanted to move and move and move. That's fantastic. That is the Huron Beltane Fire Dance. You know what? That's by Lorena McKinnon. I didn't think about it, but it actually is Beltane today, so it's perfect for for utilizing that dance and for building fire because that's what's happening. You know, collectively right now, the in, in the Northern Hemisphere anyway, the heat of the fire of the sun is really, is really um, warming things up. Whew, nice. All right, so in a longer class, one fire song is really not enough. You have to keep really building that heat, and you have a lot of times you'll want to get into the heat, and then you you um, really get it going, and then you calm it down again, kind of like in an exercise class. So I just have to tell you, there's a I go to two different Zumba classes, and in one of the Zumba classes, the lady starts off slow with really warming us up, and then she moves us in, and then we really get going. The other lady starts out with this pounding, fast stuff that you can barely keep up with, and I just don't, it doesn't work for me, because it doesn't get you in to the energy and then let you develop it. It just starts off on this tear. So I think it's nice to, you know, get, like, move people into the experience, build it, and then move them back out. Also, you want to be just really mindful that you're not having too much sitting and talking, um, I don't really like to have them share in the middle of a conscious dance class. 
I do, of course, do that in like a full day training or a workshop. Um, but you don't want to, in a conscious dance class, you don't want them to get too cool too long. You want to really um, be mindful of that. Now, how you can tell if your playlist is too weak. People won't move. You'll see them. They'll be, um, oh, this is this is the thing that I love. They're They're like this. La, 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 you know, there's just not much happening. Or it's all happening up here, you know. It is not, it's, to know if you've got a strong playlist, it's, you, you see them getting down in their body and really moving their body or moving around the, uh, around the room. You just start getting more conscious of, are they actually moving their energy? If they're moving their energy and you can tell that, you can sense that, then you know you've got enough, you've got enough heat going. I've also experienced dance church a few times and the different participants of dance church, they get to choose the playlist and sometimes I've been and I'm like, I cannot even dance to this because it's just so, like please I gotta have something that that moves it so you want to be thinking about that um, really really supportive of building the heat of the experience now that you can also too have these lovely reflective songs which I'll give you some experience of but you still got to get it going sometimes you need to move the heart energy and so you've got to really be mindful there. Let me see if I can give you, um, uh, I want to give you a piece of music. That's, this is on the water playlist, but I want, I want you to feel it in terms of your heart. So you can move to this if you like. Just feel it in your heart.
so that's actually spiritual high. It's called McCormay. Now, I've played that a couple of times in a row to help people really get into their heart space. So let's just say I even have somebody who's coming to me um, for a coaching session and they need they need some self-love or they need to really do some forgiving of someone. You know, I can use, I can put on that piece of music. I've even left the room and turned that piece of music on to just let them deeply move to it. So sometimes you need to get people into that sort of space. I'm not saying it's always about hot, but hot's what helps transform. But also sometimes you need to move the emotional energy. So you'll look for songs that do that too. There was a beautiful... I was going to see if I could find it really quick. Um, again, this is one of those things I was thinking of just in the moment, and I don't see it. But you, you might remember it. It was a, it was a song about um, angels, about um, calling all the angels. Or, um, they sing it in the movie Pay It Forward. Just places that touch the heart and sometimes you'll just be called to play something and you won't have any idea why I was um, putting on a, a playlist for a foot washing with the priestess process and I chose this different angel song but chose this beautiful angel song and this one of the women's just sitting there and put on that piece of music and she's just like crying crying the reason you do the foot washing is for deep release at the soul level and later she said you know when I her, her daughter had been killed a few years earlier and she said that song was played at my daughter's memorial um, so sometimes you you'll be called to play something in a particular time and you won't you won't know why but it will touch someone in a way that you know couldn't have been previously anticipated so you're feeling into the energy of your place of your experience of your environment of what you're trying to help people do with the music and you're asking yourself you know what will help them get to the next place in this moment in this way yeah that's what you're looking for well I flipped a little too fast been having um some rather hysterical technical issues <laughs> which sometimes you I mean and sometimes it'll happen and can you just like go with it and you know it's all right it just is going to be what it is so as the facilitator or the coach you're really tuning in around your music you're making sure it's hot enough for transformation you're listening to your playlist and ask yourself if it's hot enough to move the group does it build well and finish now if you really 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 know your music well you can sometimes get away without having every piece planned out but if you don't, in the beginning, you're going to want to make notes about that. You're going to want to know. You're going to want to have time to have thought it through. And I'll create my playlist in iTunes. The great thing about that is that I can go back and just say, 
what do I need from this that I know of? So it's just, it's about, you know, learning over time what a particular piece of music moves in people so that you can, you know, help them to have another experience. I want to give you another example real quick. If I can find it. All right, now there's a Jana Stanfield song. It's called If I Were Brave. Now, I use this song when I'm trying to help people feel more confident about what they're doing. Just move to this for a couple minutes and see what it moves in you because that will give you a clue what it moves in other people. What would I do if I knew that I could not fail? If I believed what the wind always fill up my sails? How far would I go? What could I achieve? Trusting the hero in me. If I were brave, I'd walk the rages in Where true believers dare to spread And never lose faith Even when losing my way What step would I take today If I were brave Now, this builds and keeps going. And I said, this is Janice Stanfield again, if I were brave. Now, I said, I'm careful about using words. I didn't say I never use pieces with words. I just try to listen to the words really carefully to make sure they are doing what I want them to be doing before I play it. I play pieces with words very specifically for certain things. I don't just randomly throw them in because the music itself is already moving my participants and the words are going to add a layer of movement to that and I want to be sure that it's the layer I want to move. Okay, so Angela says, I can see how that really takes them into a new perspective. Do you start with a journal check about what they would do if they couldn't fail? Well, Angela, it's going to depend on, on what I'm actually teaching. So I might be, I might be teaching about, you know, accessing a new level of bravery and courage inside of yourself to go for your dreams. I might put it on and just let them dance it and then let them journal. It 
there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's about what is moving the energy in the way that you are choosing for it to move. How are you doing that? So, again, there's no firm, fast way to do that. Now, you'll see, too, and I just want to say this, there are some pieces inside of what you're getting. Yeah, I knew you would, Miss Angela. I understand, she says. Um, there are some pieces, um, some handouts inside of this module that have a connection to each one of the elements. So when you're just teaching the basics of the elements, you have something that you can show. It's really nice to get these laminated. It's really, really helpful. So go over. We've got a little break now. Just go over the class structure. Just tune into it. Um, journal with it a little bit. And make sure that there's not any questions. This is um, a great start. We'll have a Q&A at the very, very end. But it, it's a good beginning leaping off point for these conscious dances. Okay, so... Okay, Jessamina asks, if you were doing a chakra clearing class, which we're going to be doing as an example for something later, would you move through each chakra or would you just work with one at a time? It depends. I may be doing, if I was, if I was saying you, to you today, um, it's Sagittarius, we're going to be expanding our creation um, energy to manifest more fully on the earth plane. Let's do a chakra clearing. Let's do it in this one dance. Let's go up the chakra system, clear them all. I could easily do that. Or I could say, we're concentrating on all the chakras. We're going to take all this whole class and we're going to do them one at a time. We're going to do a different dance for every chakra. See, it just depends on what you, what you want to do. All right, beauties. Bravo, bravo, bravo. I'll see you back for the next, for module eight really shortly. Good work. Keep thinking of your questions. I love connecting with you and sharing. Yep. Take care. See you soon. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands on learning and research with world class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit